A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand fresh new episode straight out of the box of Is It Just Me? It's the podcast where we talk about all sorts of, you know, you know the drill by now, all sorts of absolute rubbish. But isn't it funny how it's the rubbish that's the most important stuff? And today I have a kindred spirit with me on that very subject. Uh, We don't have James because he is unfortunately having um, several celebrity related nervous breakdowns to do with his day job. So we'll be catching up more about that later. But I am joined by absolute broadcasting legend, that makes me so old. It's when not though. Says legend, it you are a legend, really but you are a legend. Bless you. And the thing is, now that you've spoken, I don't even really have to say <laughs> who it is, do I? Everybody knows it's Gabby Bloody Roslyn. Hello. I love that as a middle name as well. I think that's probably <laughs> what my husband thinks sometimes. <laughs> really? Yeah, probably. When I get out well, of bed in the morning, because I am that annoying person that gets out of bed and morning and starts singing musical theatre. And he sometimes thinks, oh, bloody go back to bed. But see, when we don't live with you and we can just tune into that at our will <laughs> and at and the right time for us on Instagram... That's actually a really fantastic tonic that I can imagine it might be quite, (laughs) that would be taxing for me. I I think, I'm just thinking this morning, because our boiler's broken in the house, so it's it's actually quite Uh, cold again. And I bet that you're, no hot water. But you're seeing the bright side of that, aren't you? Yes. And I (laughs) walked around this morning, um, driving my kids mad. I got up at 6.30 this morning and I literally sung my way around the house because I was so cold. So I sung into my eldest daughter's bedroom who's three weeks away from her first A level and then uh, sung into my uh, second daughter's bedroom. I started tickling her and then I heard David swearing and just going, can we just have a bit of, no, no. And then we put on Chris Evans in the morning and he's just as full of life and positivity because he, he ran the marathon yesterday. So the house was like that this morning. And what did you sing? Uh, so I sing very often on a wonderful day like today. Oh my God, I Gabby. defy any cloud to appear in the sky. I'm afraid you are sounding more and more punchable by the second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. I just, I go in and I wake up my daughter and I'm always scared to wake her up. I wake her up about seven o'clock. Yes. And I can't, first of all, I have to find where the head is 
in the sausage roll of the the Are you duvet. Kind. Are you, I bet you're a kind waker. I am quite kind, actually, and I think a lot of people would be surprised about that. But I don't tickle because I'm going to get a kick in the face. Do if you I ever do that. sit on top of her? Well, I accidentally because I go, I just can't <laughs> make out which. And you know, I've done things like accidentally grabbed a boob, which has got me in huge trouble because I think that you know, I'm sort of like going for the head, but I'm in the wrong spot. Yeah. Um, but my husband, it sort of like goes in and barks at her, but I go and sort of like pat her head and give her a kiss and say, "Darling, darling." seven o'clock like because I'm sort of oh, scared you're so of it sweet <laughs> I do with my oldest if I'm not singing I and she's still lying in bed I sit on her right she's 17 yeah it's okay yeah and you're like sparrow weight I so. sit on her I literally <laughs> she goes and she says mom say so look when you go to university you're going to miss this she goes no I'm really not I said right I'm going to FaceTime you uh, when you have to wake up and I'll, I'll sit on the phone she just goes mom if people really now what well, people do know I tell people I have no secret I'm compl- I am annoyingly happy but years ago I used to apologize for it and then I stopped apologizing and why do you think what do you think it is about you that gives you that sunny disposition um do you know I don't know People do ask me that. But and you've I made a career out know. of it as well, you know? Yeah, and I, but I was like that as a child. I right. was, I I've, don't really mope. I probably worried far much more until I had kids and then I stopped worrying. Yeah. Um, See, that's when I started worrying. Yeah, that's what a lot of people yeah. say. I don't know where maybe I didn't, I didn't have time to worry about myself so I could, they, it was about them. Right. So I stopped worrying about maybe what other people thought and what because going into the industry that I always knew I wanted to go into and it wasn't about fame it was about making people happy yeah it was about fun and laughter that's always how I thought it but I was like that as a child I just I enjoy life I think my parents were like that as well and then when my mum died when I was 32 I remember saying to a journalist quite soon after that because they always said oh you always this happy and I say yes I am sorry and then I said to the next journalist who interviewed me, and I said, yeah, I am. And I'm never saying sorry again. Yeah. Because you don't know when your life is going to end. Yeah, or when it's going to change. But you must have had tough times. Yes, like I have. You, you've just Death described my mom. One. Yeah. Um, and that was awful. I had both my parents with cancer, different cancers mm. in different hospitals at the same time. And when I talk about that now, I feel as if I'm talking about um, somebody else or a film I've seen like or looking a book down I've read. on something. Yeah. 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 Because it was it was awful. There was no worse time in my life. And so dad had bowel cancer and survived. And the day that he got the all clear, mum died. Um, oh, mum died of lung cancer, smoking related lung cancer. Um, but she also had something called scleroderma and she had a blood clot on the lung that was hiding the cancer. Mm. And also at that time, the press decided that it would be better if I was dead because there was a whole thing in the papers. How would you kill Gabby? Was and there? I, yeah. And I remember thinking, uh, I'm not going to read this anymore because life is far more horrific than this. And I was terrified that my parents would see that when they were struggling with what they were struggling with. But you know what? We got through all of that. We came out the other side. My dad is now 23 years clear of yeah, bowel cancer. Yeah, amazing. Um, he had uh, two strokes after that because he, he got C. diff in um, a hospital. So mm. he got a superbug as well while he was in hospital and had a stroke from that. 
But yeah, he was around last night for supper playing chess with my youngest daughter. We were all watching the Durrells. It was, yeah. you know, it's fine. You just get on. I'm just amazed that, isn't it funny that you, you do read things in media and online where, you know, oh, how would you kill Gabby Roslin? And you just, I think the people who write it, are almost they've forgotten that there's a human being at the end of that sentence. Oh, without a doubt, and it was uh, yeah. women. It was women, and I do, I, I do feel it's changed. I'm, I do uh, a bit. I yeah. do. I love that it's your face as a yeah. Journalist. I just went, <laughs> but, but yeah. I, as you, we have a mutual, very dear friend who's a, a journalist, and I always talk to Jane about it and say, how can some people write that? What is it about a woman? that doesn't support another woman or doesn't support it, doesn't support people. I mean, mm. I know everybody talks about the sisterhood, but actually, shouldn't it be women supporting women, women supporting men, the men humanhood. supporting women? Yes. Yeah. We should all, Chris Evans does it. And weirdly, I was talking to somebody on the phone walking here, um, uh, but Chris does it. Chris is about spreading the love, sharing the joy. And, and I, I think that's probably why we both got on so well, because it is Shouldn't we all just be yeah. nice to each other? I'm st struggling to think of a, a better sort of chemistry pair than you and Chris. Can't you do something together again? Can't oh, you? Do you know, it's very funny. There was a, I did an interview in a sister Sunday magazine yesterday. And she you asked traitor. the same thing. Get I know, out. I know. Yeah. Uh, and she asked the same thing. And I've all, we've, always ne we've always said never. Uh, probably not, but you can never say never. So I don't know. It was a long, long time ago. I but just feel like take that, All Saints, <laughs> Spandau Ballet, all the greats are back together. It's very funny. So I love that everybody still holds us in their hearts. It's really, really incredibly touching. And when I went on his show last week, it, um, uh, Ricky from Kaiser Chiefs was there and suddenly we, we were all chatting in the studio and he said oh, I'm sitting between Chris and Gabby and yeah. Chris and I looked at each other slightly blushed and laughed and thought people still think Chris and Gabby which is but incredible. when I, I first got to London to live here in 1992 and I think about that's when it launched yeah and I remember and I probably wasn't the only one thinking this but I thought it was because I wasn't English but I was watching it and just thinking I've never seen anything like this I really feel like I you know I'm in a country that speaks the language and I know people here but that was the first time I thought god I'm really I'm really in Britain this is so I've never seen television like this I've never seen and the tone and the yeah. humor and you know TV I, I lacks it now yeah and I don't mean the big breakfast but I think TV's too safe I think the dramas are fantastic, but I don't think there's enough naughty television. And I mean naughty as in cheeky, um, that gets you off guard, but you know it's completely safe to leave yeah. your granny or your youngest child there. Um, I, there's no event TV like it was, apart from BGT, which I think is great. It's old-fashioned entertainment. But I don't think there's anything that's risky. And I, I, think that's I, still feel, I still feel rather manipulated often by... Britain's Got Talent. I, do you know what I mean? I think I, I can see the levers now. So I don't yes. enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, do you know what? I do with the other shows. Yeah. But Britain's Got Talent and Strictly, I just get carried away yeah. with. And yeah. we all laugh and we all cheer. And there, there is something unique, which shouldn't be unique, that the whole family sits down to watch it. But you do bring, I mean, and I've been on your radio show on Sunday afternoons, BBC London, a couple of times now. And it's like a little party. 
It, it, well, that's what I, I suppose yeah. it's my dream TV show on the radio. That's what I always <laughs> say. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, TV don't do those sort of shows at the moment. Ho- hopefully, wouldn't it be great back. though? I that's it's no lie that that's my dream. That's yeah. what I'd like to do every day of the week, early evening. That sort of show, just yeah. because people want escapism and they want laughter, but they also want a bit of take home. I suppose with my um, quiz show comes back on in July. The um, panel celebrity panel show comedy panel show with Alistair McGowan Ronnie Ancona Gabby's Talking Pictures that they hopefully they have a laugh listening to it on Radio 4 but they also get some take home so they'll learn something about the movies they'll also have a laugh they'll also be able to escape reality which I think we all need there's so many awful things happening yeah you you pick up the newspaper you read the you know you read the awful stories you see the horrific pictures you listen to the news and we just need a bit of fun and that's why on this podcast we don't talk about any of that yes me neither (laughs) me neither I was invited to talk about a certain American president the other day and I said I'm not going to talk about it yeah not going to not going to I do with friends and family we all do I'm the b word Uh, but no no, uh, I just can't even. Should we do some topics? Yes, or is please. it just me? Let's, Let's go for it. talk about fun things, not orange presidents. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Gabby Roslin, is it just me who, and is this okay or not? I just don't know. I think I still own underwear from the 90s. Now, it, 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 it's sort of like a hygiene and a style ponderance for me it's not you know what it is it's the c word what do you mean it's comfy comfy it's comfy (laughs) old pants are comfy what c word you were going to talk about no it's just for me i think it's just such an uninspiring purchase sort of like the everyday underwear and i looked in my drawer and thought i i actually have had these since 1995 and is that is we need a microbiologist if there are any microbiologists listening is there a point where no matter how many times you wash them, it's just still a bit gross if you've had them no, for 20 years? I don't, I'm sorry. They're comfy. Yeah. Comfy pants. And also, do you mix and match? Oh, yeah. do you match your yeah. underwear? Oh, no, no, no. I've never done that either. Oh, I mean, occasionally. But, you know. I don't have Happy any. accident. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I've had stick on this show before for, because um, I still wear G-strings as well. So do I. Yay. Yeah. And so you wear 90s girls. That's the thing. Do you know what color mine are? I don't know, grey, I imagine. Orange, <laughs> pink, every bright colour. How could I neon. have got that wrong? I was just thinking if you're like me with sustainability, so they've, they've kind of like things that might have started pink are no longer no. pink. <laughs> but yeah. 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 I don't know. I just, I I find it, it's just one of those purchases that I just can't get inspired by. No, I have never Does that have. mean I'm not very sexy? I don't know. No, you're mm. very sexy because you're sexy inside your body and the way you look on the outside. It doesn't matter about, does it matter about your underwear? Gabby Rosen's coming on to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I've never understood the whole underwear thing. I'm sorry to all the underwear aficionados and all the people who love underwear and people who have always said to me, they, they cannot believe I don't, mm, that I mix a match. My bras are the frumpy bras and they so don't match my pants. Yeah, no, I'd never understood. I, you know, occasionally if the I do have sets, but I've very because I wear bras with more frequency than the underwear. Do you not wear pants every day? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? So you go commando? No, 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 no. There's too many. I've got. To, I own too many zippers for that business. Um, I. <laughs> 
I just mean that, you know, you put a set on and the bra might go back into the underwear drawer while the knickers go in the wash. So inevitably oh, see, you yes. haven't, they, they don't all match up anyway. I don't have one matching set. Do you not? No, never done Now it. that does surprise me. No, that's too neat for me. So you wouldn't go into M&S or somewhere and, and buy a new bra and the knickers that go with at the no, same time? I never, ever have done in my whole life. I've never had. Well, this is a revelation. There we go. <laughs> but I do go to M&S for my pants. So yeah, yeah. And in, I remember once years ago, um, somebody buying my grandmother these big sort of like industrial size underpants for her birthday because she was a practical old soul and she wanted pants. Yeah. So that's what she got as she opened them up. And my father went, oh, wow, look, mum, polishing cloths. Because he remembers like when he was a kid that any old underpants that she had would turn they into would, polishing oh, cloths. perfect. <laughs> I can't wear big pants though. Well, thankfully, yeah, more mine are too, still too small to ever end up drying <laughs> dishes or wiping down surfaces. Yeah. No, I, I, it's a weird thing about underwear. I've never, ever been precious about it. I've never spent a fortune on it. I've never matched. And it, I have very, they're all very old. I have a feeling that James Williams would have some very strong views on all of this. He's a rather fastidious gay man. Yes, but so, he, yeah. his underwear, I bet it's immaculate. Well, Does he iron? I've never do seen it. Do you iron it? your underwear? No. Do you? No. My grandmother used to do that. Yeah. She used to iron it for me and stick it on my bed. My mum used to iron underwear. I don't understand that at all. No. What else? Are people who iron sheets, tea towels. Sheets, yeah. Yeah. No, I never iron sheets. Is really? That, is that wrong? I don't think there's anything right or wrong, but I like that's a crispy a, sheet. Yeah, but that's a, oh, that's a big old day at the ironing board, isn't it? Can I just tell you, I never iron. Oh, no. I flick, hang, and then hanger. Yeah. Everything. I iron as I go. Yeah. Or, hi or hair dryer. Oh, so well, I do shop smart at the moment on on Thursday nights on Channel Five, and when I turn up, the, I get up north, and then I wake up in the morning, wake up very early for my makeup call, go into to do the show, but I every single time I get there, I don't take an iron, I hang it over the chair the night before, and then I get the hair dryer on it for the top I'm wearing. Well, that is a game changing life tip for me. Yep. Yeah, what other hacks you got? That's probably about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm going to try that one. Oh, it's very yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. But probably I won't, will probably not try it on my underwear. Oh, I'll tell you what I do have. Because yesterday I was full of static. So I said yesterday on Instagram, everything, because all the, the heating's gone in the house and the hot water's gone. We don't have a boiler. So, uh, I, so I, everything's full of static because we had some fan heaters on. So, so everybody on Instagram was saying, run your clothes over a metal hanger. Oh, Never tried it. I'm going to. No. Well, my tip for static is hairspray. It doesn't work. It does for me. No, it doesn't for me. It's not very pleasant sensation when you're sort of like spraying it down the bum crack of your trousers. No. But it does work. I've tried that. I've tried the spray, the anti-static spray, but it smells. Yeah. No, I don't, I've never done that. I don't think it's very But friendly. Lnet smells nice at least, even if it doesn't work. Yeah, it works on my hair, but I've, I've tried. No, it doesn't work. You see how many conclusions we don't come to come on this show? <laughs> yes, none. <laughs> I think we should move on from pants. Yes. Is it just me who doesn't dream of moving to the country? Oh, who are these people? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Nice place to visit. To but visit? no Zara. Yes. No. Yeah. And there's no London. <laughs> I just, I all my friends who've done it, I love going to stay with them, but they all want to come back to London to visit. Yep. But I would, don't want to be the visitor. I want to be the visitor the other way. What do you think the dream is that people are 
looking for when they and then we're not just talking about London versus the country I know you know I've got friends in Australia and America who just want to get out of a city the dream is no, to get I out of the city, city. Yes, yeah, I same. love cities yeah. New York I've never been to Australia I have to say but I New York I love Hong Kong I thought was really exciting um San Francisco Cities, I love cities. Yeah. Manchester, I mean, we've got fantastic cities around the UK and we've got beautiful countryside. And I love to go down to Cornwall. I love I love the Yorkshire Dales, but I still am pulled back to the city. I think it's because I'm London-born and bred and city-born and bred. But I think the ideal that we all have is that escape because that, London can get too much. Yeah. New York, anyway, it can. Manchester, Glasgow can get too much. And you just need that headspace. And I think, uh, a very sweeping statement, but I think that my walking has helped me with that. Because I walk every single day, I've upped it now to about eight or nine miles a day. Wow. And I think that that's helped with that slightly city-fied claustrophobia. And I don't need it, really, because we've got so many green parks here. Yeah. And, you know, if you walk, I walked when we went up to Glasgow recently to Edinburgh, uh, Manchester. I love Manchester. Um, uh, Brighton you know everywhere's got their city feel yeah but also you can get out you can see green you can look at the sky look around you and I think that the thing that everybody wants so number one is escape number two is to live in a bestseller what do you mean well do you remember when we were all growing up and there were bestsellers that were had this this country house that the friends came to visit and it was Everybody sat around on a Friday night from the end of the week and there was a big meal laid out on this grand table and everybody uh, sort of dug in and, and ate for, and everyone was talking and there was lots of alcohol flowing. And lots and, of people going, oh. Yes, and yeah. it was sort of a fantasy. And then you see the films like that and you see the TV shows like that. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? But how wonderful is it in reality? I'd love to hear from people yeah. who've done it. I sp- I'm going to say something slightly controversial now is that... Um, you, really? I know. Sorry, everyone. Can't shut the Aussie <laughs> up. But no, it's... Uh, what I object to is is being made to feel like somehow I'm just not seeing the bigger picture enough or I haven't got my priorities right if I don't want to leave the city. There's, there's this assumption that if you're bringing your children up out of a city, then... You, that's a much more caring, nurturing thing yeah. to do. And I can't bear all that superiority I can, about it. Well, I have to say I completely agree with you. Yeah. I don't like... See, but I think it comes down to being judgmental. I really, really hate judgmental people. Yeah. Whatever oh, well, even though right. I just made a judgment, but you know... No, you, you didn't because you, were, you, you want to do what you want to do and you're not telling them that they can't no, do that. No, no. Or you're not putting them down for doing it. No, no, no. And you're not yeah. judging them. But there's a lot of a lot of people who've moved say things to me like, "I just had to really look at what was the most important thing, you know." And sort of so, if if you are somebody for whom career or having a metropolitan life is important, then that's somehow not as cool or your or more shallow. I think is what is well, what I'm taking. That we are, yeah. That's what sometimes I'm taking away from those conversations. Yeah. And I actually, I find that very sad. I don't want anybody else to tell me what I'm doing. And maybe I have, I, of course I've made mistakes as a parent. My goodness me. Um, well, that tickling for uh, a start. Yeah, yeah. on my daughter. <laughs> I've made huge mistakes. And maybe we should have spent more time out of London. But actually, I think being a city person hasn't done me too much harm, really. No. And 
but we do get out we do we do travel we do travel around the uk as well but i think that people who live out of town that's there they can do what they want i yeah. don't want them to tell me that i'm making the wrong decision for my children yeah. i know i agree made the right decision. yeah yeah i just you know i wouldn't be able to make a living in what i do if no, i didn't live I. in a city <laughs> so i think that that's I'd a reality it. i yeah. miss the theater i love theater yeah. i love um exhibitions i love I love the hustle and bustle. I do oh, love I do. people. Yeah. I need people around me. Um, yesterday, coming back on the tube from the radio show, it was packed with people who've just done the marathon, who just did the, run the marathon. And we were all congratulating them. I was on the tube with a friend of mine who'd been on the show. And we were high-fiving all these people and finding out their stories and their times. And I think that's why I love London. And that's, to be honest, that's changed a lot since I moved to London. I think the London I moved into, nobody spoke to each other. But I don't know what's happened. I don't know if it is just the explosion in population, but that has really changed, I'd say, in the last five or ten years. I talk to everybody when I walk. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely do. I'm always making comments, not judgments, making comments. <laughs> I'm so anti. And I stop myself sometimes because I hear, feel myself suddenly thinking, oh, goodness me, why did they do that? But I won't. I, I stop myself in my tracks. My husband, years and years and years ago, when I first met David, we were in Italy, in Rome, and there was a woman who was in her, I would say in her 80s, late 80s, and she was wearing very, very, very short, short shorts with her bottom hanging out and very high heels and a bikini top. And I said to David, wow, look at her at her age. That's really quite that something. That was my best look, I'll have you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not that age. You're so far from that age. <laughs> and, and he said, well, why are you even making, why are you even pointing it out? And I felt so bad. And I said, actually, I was celebrating her and thinking how good. He said, well, then just say, doesn't she look great? Mm. And actually, he was right. And I always do that now. It's funny that actually, I think that that's a real, a woman thing that women are conditioned to do a lot of the time. But it was, to, I was yeah. celebrating her. Yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah. Good for you. I wouldn't do it at my age. But, but I, I'm good for her. But I shouldn't have said, look at her at her age doing that. Yeah, I should yeah, have just yeah. said... Look, doesn't she look marvellous? I'm kind of thinking I might get my bottom out when I'm about 80. Do you get your bottom out now? No. No, just I just think when, when I, yeah, in my G-strings, when I just don't care anymore. Don't you think? Yeah, I think once you've had kids, though, you feel slightly differently about that. I'm sure all the guys listening to this will be thrilled by this. Yeah. But do men feel less conscious of their body the older they get? I think they do. Mm. I don't, maybe that's changing. I don't know. But I, I do see people on the beach sometimes and think... Okay, what, I wish I just could bottle your confidence. Yes. Oh, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. 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 I, Never I, I'm always self-conscious on the beach. Always. Me too. Oh, well. Always. And I don't wear a G-string on the beach. No, I wear one piece. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Full one piece. Yeah. Always has been. Where did we end up? So anyway, um, I'm not going to be moving to the country anytime soon, but all my friends, can I still please come and visit you in the country? Yes, me Even too. the ones who feel that, that I'm very sad and pathetic for still living in the city. Me too. I still love you. Can I I've come yeah. to your friends as well? Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. I didn't mean your friends. Yeah. I meant my friends, but yeah. But hi, Robert. You should be listening. I haven't been to your country house for ages. Where's the invite? Robert. I'm just going to turn up. Yeah, Robert, I'm coming too. Yeah. Who's Robert? Robert. Robert Johnston. Oh, right. Okay. Out and named and shamed. <laughs> he hasn't invited me <laughs> to his beautiful country cottage for ages. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so is it just me, Gabby Roslin, who never, ever knowingly reads anything like an instruction manual or the terms and conditions? And is that a bad reflection on me as a human being? I hope it's not because I'm the same. Oh, it's so boring. My right? husband always says, did you read the instruction? No. I know, but that's what husbands are for, clearly. But I, you know what? I think I would say sweeping statement. 95% of the things that I've put together from flat packs to electric, whatever, whatever, it fits the way I put it together. I don't read, I can't, I don't have the time. I am rushing from thing to thing to thing. I don't have time to read those things. No, it's so dull and sometimes impenetrable. And I have, I'm like you, the, the times I say put together something from an Ikea flat pack and I'm really satisfied and I've done it. Yes. And, and then you find the one little weird bit of metal. There's always you a screw <laughs> left over. You don't know where yeah. it goes and you think, oh, that'll be all right. And then six months later, the whole thing collapses because of the, no. that one metal thing. No, then. I've got to say, it doesn't collapse. Uh, maybe I'll get you to come around and do my flat I'll do, Oh, do you? I love it. Do you? Yes. Oh, I no. remember years ago in, um, when I was a student working in a lighting shop. In fact, how that happened was I was working in Kensington High Street and it used to be a toy shop. And I worked in, first of all, I worked in a, always ladies fashion. Then I decided I want to go to the toy shop because I wanted to be a kid's TV presenter. That would be really good to say I've worked in a toy shop. I love that focus. Yeah. yeah. So I worked in the toy shop. It closed and became an electrical shop. Was it your fault that it closed? Lighting shop, probably, because I oh. laughed too much and played the toy. <laughs> um, and, and talked to every kid and thought, I'm presenting. Yay. Um, uh, but I then became a lighting shop. And there was one day when they were doing the fit and they said, can you change a plug? And I said, of course I can. My mom, that was one of the things that my mum, who's very practical, she did everything around the house. My dad didn't. Still can't change a light bulb, my dad. And my mum did everything. So she taught us how to change a plug, how Amazing. to do all of those things, um, uh, put pictures, anything. We did it all. Uh, so I did. And I did 147 in a day. My God, is that in the Guinness Book of World Records? Should be. It should be, shouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's hopefully it's on your show reel. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Do you know what if I could still do it? 
Oh, I don't know how to Green, do it. Green, right, blue, yeah. left. Ross, my husband, has taught me two or three times and you it just goes to. in one ear and out the other. You don't yeah. need to these days. They're all fixed plugs. So you don't have to oh, put See, a plug I didn't even know that. Yeah. You're not allowed to do it. In fact, they're so fixed <laughs> that they have uh, three sort of loops around the bottom of the plug. So you can't take the wire out of the plug. See, here you are sort of like pretending to be a kindred spirit with me who d- never reads instruction manuals and doesn't know things. But you I clearly just, know a lot of things. No, but I learned it from my mum. Yeah. She taught amazing. me quite a few things before she died. <laughs> my, my mother... Um, I remember when I was a kid and she was fixated on me wasting electricity on using the clothes dryer. We don't use a clothes dryer. So one time I went to use the clothes dryer and she had actually just hacked off the plug. (gasps) (laughs) No. (laughs) Talk about that's my mum all over. Cut off nose to spite own face. But that um, is fantastic. So how does she dry? Because we we don't use it because environmentally we don't use it. No, I same. But she, I think, um, I don't know. I think she just had to wait. Did she do the flick and hang? I I don't know what she did. But the thing is, it's like in the middle of winter, it rains a lot in Australia, no matter what people think. Sometimes you need the. It's not like neighbours at all. And I worked on neighbours, and I can tell you, it's not like neighbours. Even neighbours isn't like neighbours. Even neighbours is not like (laughs) neighbours. Even neighbours is just you know people pretending to live in that cul-de-sac. Whereas sometimes it rains because it's in Melbourne. But do you know, I've, I have a, an idea of Australia just being sunny all the time. As I said, I've never been. And I've got family over there, but I just imagine it just a place of sunshine and barbecues. Well, there's a lot of barbecues and a lot of barbecues under an umbrella because Australians are determined to barbecue rain, hail or shine. Good for but them. there's a lot of rain, especially in Sydney. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's my ignorance. I know, apologies. that's everyone's illusion shattered there. And we've got a lot of Aussie listeners, so back me up here. Oh, so. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry that I had that that lovely idea that Australia is just a smiley, happy, sunny place. No. Is it smiley happy? Oh, yeah, mostly, I guess. Yeah, I haven't lived there for a long time. Is it happy? I think so. Are you happy, Aussies? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably were until I started talking about Australia and how much But actually, every Australian I've ever met and every New Zealander I've ever met they just have a wonderful way about them. Not those New Zealanders. They're the worst. I like that. No, I'm joking. I it's know like, you we, we, It's like, you know, it's like the, know. the Americans and Canadians. We, we like our rivalry. But yeah. they are lovely people. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Do I know any New Zealanders? I must do. Yeah. Probably. I'm sure you do. The you only, know everybody. The only one I can think of right now is Dan Wooten from The Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not I a lot like, I can say I like to that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so instruction manuals. Um, I don't know. I think I've got a, a whole basement full of them. And they're all, the thing about them is why can't they just stick the thing that you need? Like how to turn something Sorry, on. Sorry, just stop. What did you just say? What? You've got a basement of instruction manuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a cupboard where they just all are. And I don't know what any of them are for. You've, so you've kept them as well? My husband keeps them. For yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a real thing about it. And it, it really annoys me when storing them vindicates him in some way, when something really goes wrong with an appliance. Oh, you're talking big. So you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. boiler, freezer. No, I'm talking boiler, freezer, toaster, bread machine, everything. Oh. Absolutely everything. We have, we have those big ones I that my husband keeps. Yeah. I cannot be bothered. Not the little ones. No. We just got a new radio. So we could listen to Chris downstairs as well. Because I actually got fed up with using my phone. Um, And uh, we got a new radio. 
and I got it from John Lewis and it was in the cell. It's really nice radio actually and it's DAB, purely DAB. Lovely. And I unpacked it from the box. No manual. Just plugged it in. I like that. I respect that about that John Lewis so radio. That it's yeah. like, you know, look, we know you're not going to read it. We are not going to yeah. lift a finger to tell you how to use this because we know you're not going to read it, are you? But guess what happened? It doesn't work. No, no, it works. Yeah. But guess who in the family went looking for the instruction manual? Well, not you. It was me. Why? Because I thought, hold on, where's the match? So I could throw it away. So I could put it in recycling <laughs> because I'm so used to unpackaging something and then putting it to one side and putting it into recycling. So I thought, I honestly was looking around, thought I've dropped it somewhere. This is a game changer. I think that this is like, do you think that maybe companies are finally working up to, well, the people who are going to read it are very few and far between. (laughs) And then maybe they will be the spocky ones who go online to read the instruction manual. Can you get them online? I bet you can. Yeah. We were in our car the other day and it's a relatively new car and a little light went up on the dashboard and my husband said to me, has that light been going off? And I went, oh yeah, yeah, I think so. (laughs) He said, what does it mean? I said, I don't know. And so while we were sitting in the car and I was driving, he Googled it. Yeah, no, I've done that with our car. Yeah. What what car can I ask? It's a Mitsubishi. Is it a... A big, it's a sort of like a cross. It, it's not a car. It's not a SUV. Sort of jeepy size hybrid uh, plug-in. That's what we've got. That's yeah. what like. we've got a hybrid plug-in. Yeah, and we trying to. I think since we've had it in October. We've put that's when I got mine. one tank of petrol in and that's it. Yeah, it's amazing. And in fact, we got a note on it the other day. A little thing came up on the dashboard and said, you need to drive this using some of the petrol because the petrol's getting too old. And that, that actually came up and said something really? like that on the Can dashboard. Yeah, because that's how little petrol we use. That's the same with us. We, yeah. I've filled it once and it's now three quarters full. Yeah, and because we just, you're walking we everywhere. Every, well, we charge and we charge that every day. But also, that, and that's the thing, I'm driving this car and Ross is saying, you know that you can do this, you can press that button and it'll do this. And I'm like, no, I don't, because he's read the instruction manual and I've just got in and turned it on and driven. How many, can I ask how many miles you get for a plug-in? Um, I think we, this is the thing, I wonder how much it's costing me in electricity because it, we plug it in for many hours at a time and that gets about 25 yeah, miles. We're, we're the same. Yeah. Guess yeah. how we do. This is my husband. It's he, He's very, very keen environmentalist. And I'm learning a lot from him. And I say I am, but nothing like as much as he is. And he's been involved for years and years and years. And um, we have solar powers, uh, solar panels. So we our car gets charged through our solar oh, panels. Oh, that's clever. Wow. Isn't that good? That is really In good. In the middle of London. That's so environmental. I'm trying to be more eco-friendly with my hybrid do you have a And do you have a water butt? We're getting a water butt. What are you saying about my butt? What? <laughs> what's a water butt. What's a water so butt? So it's the rainwater drains off and then you can water your garden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that a good idea. flush the loos. Oh, everybody get a water butt. Yeah. We were actually looking online at different style water butts. Different styles of butts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself an attractive... Can I just tell water you butt. that the girls were giggling downstairs because they heard us. I was saying, oh, I know that butt's okay. Yeah. And the girls honestly went into carry-on mode and it was yeah. double entendre time. I mean, I'm going, afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mum, which butt do you like? I, went, I like the butt you can paint. Well, I've just, you know, shown myself up to be the same mental age but as your, your young daughters. So. I actually was crying <laughs> laughing. There is nothing better than double entendre, carry-on humour. I love it. I love it. It's so innocent. Well, I'm going to let you get get on and, you know, choose your butt. 
Choose your water butt. <laughs> I'm, I think we are. You know, we're, we're driving our plug-ins. I haven't bought any new underwear since the 90s. Yeah. Well, we're reasonably sustainable. Yeah, and yeah. I go shopping in my wardrobe. Shopping in your oh, wardrobe. Oh, you do. I love shopping in your wardrobe. Let's uh, talk about that for a second. Well, shopping in your wardrobe is just yeah. going into a cupboard. and buy- But you do it as well. I love your ho- um, clothes my husband hates. I just love that. <sighs> well, but you go back and you wear things that you've had for years. Yeah. And you put it with things that you've never put them with before. And that's the trick of shopping in your wardrobe. Yeah. And I love the fact that, and it is every single day, somebody stops me when I'm walking and says, oh, look, I've been shopping in my wardrobe. This that's is brilliant. from so-and-so. Because we're becoming more sustainable about that. But it also makes you feel good. And a lot of us can't afford to go shopping every day. Like some of these Instagrammers who, and we know that they get lots of free stuff. And also and they're, they're, or, or they're just sort of borrowing it and sending it back. And But they stand there and they do, I, it's no good for, for a podcast, but I, I'm doing that pose. You know, they stand there and go, oh, you know, so I do silly poses with my stuff. But I do like to go shopping. I love shopping. But I'll go to Zara, I'll get one bit and I'll add it to something that I yeah. haven't for. It just, it does make you feel better. If you can't even afford to go and get something new, go back into your cupboard and put on something that you've saved for best. Put it on with trainers or put it on with jeans. Tuck in a short dress that you don't wear anymore and make it into yeah. a, into a stick top. a Stick a jumper over a dress and have a, t- a exactly. top and a skirt. I love doing that. I love, if I've got a bit of time every now and again, just going through and finding things that I hadn't realised before go together. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And it's also, it makes you feel good. You feel like you've been shopping even when you can't afford it. Yeah. And the amount of times that somebody's like, oh, is that new? No. I've been shopping in, I shop in your wardrobe. Smug.com. Yeah. It's a good feeling, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Gabby Roslin, I knew you'd be the most perfect guest and you have been today. Thank, Thank you for you. doing Is It Just Me With Me? No, I, I'm so thrilled you and, asked me. And I'm very sorry Thank that you missed James, but I think. Yeah, can you send him my love? Well, you and I are the best ones. So, and can yeah. you wish him good luck for the thing? I will do. Although we're both very superstitious about being wish good luck for celebrity events, but why? Oh, because you know, the minute people start saying to me it's going to be great, is when it all no, goes no, no, to no. Rubbish. What you really, the most important thing as a performer, the most important thing you have to remember is the dress rehearsal has to go really badly. Yeah, because then the real thing will be great. That is. Let's get that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I think Actually, that a, would be. That's a, for be- life. a beautiful message to end on. Okay, Gabby Roslin, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody, and see you next time on Is It Just Me? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.